listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hey yo, Bo knows this. What? And Bo knows that. What? But Bo don't know Jack because Bo, Bo can't rap. rap. What do you know? The D Dog is first up to bat. No batteries included and no strings attached. No holes, bars. No time for move faking. Got to get the loose so I can bring home the bacon. Brothers front. They say the tribe can't flow, but we've been known to do the impossible like Broadway Joe. So sleep if you want. Now Google will help you get your Z's troop. But here's the real scoop i'm all that and then some short dark and handsome busting nut inside your eye to show you where i come from i'm vexed fuming i had it up to here my days of paying dues are over acknowledge me is in there yeah head for the border go get a taco once you wreck it from the jump street meaning from the get-go sit back relax and let yourself go don't sweat what you heard but act like you know hey welcome to the black guy who tells podcast your host rod and hearing yes yes y'all who got the vent? It's the tribe, y'all. Tribe, y'all. We're live, y'all. Live, y'all. Inside, outside, come around. Who's that? Brown. That was my, that was my nigga. That's my song. And don't that song go hard? Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, that's when Buster Rhymes came. Buster Rhymes on that. It was like, oh my God, who is this dude? Rah, rah, like a dungeon dragon. Yes, I love me some Buster. Mm-hmm. We are live, guys. It's uh Wednesday, last day of the week before feedback on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, ready to do some podcasting. Uh, balls deep and pregame is tomorrow um, afternoon. So uh, I looked on the schedule and saw no movies I want to see coming out tomorrow. So mm-hmm. guess we'll be doing balls deep instead. Um, but yeah, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, search the Blackout Tips, leave us five star reviews, please, and then uh, make them nice. All right, we like nice five star reviews, not these little half-assed five-star reviews or you be kind of mean to people or you, or you leave them three stars even if it is nice and you, know, you got some room to improve everybody got room to improve including your reviewing skills give me five okay <laughs> i don't see none of them i don't have time for that bullshit five and nice mm-hmm. so yeah we'll we'll uh we'll appreciate y'all to take the time out to do that the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport Butterball. and bullet ball extreme if you ever wonder all this stuff is always in the show notes the contact mm-hmm. info and all the feedback stuff and all that so you know appreciate y'all that do that um all right let's see we got all kinds of news to get into um i guess the the big news is uh asap rocky swedish court found him guilty of assault but he has been spared jail now i guess that didn't do him too much good since he already spent some time in jail and big ordeal to get out but uh yeah he he was found guilty of assault um he has he's been ordered to pay a total of thirteen hundred and seven dollars in compensation after the court found assault was not of such a serious nature to warrant additional time behind bars yeah i if he's anything like me I'm not uh really he's gonna be looking at that bill the way i look at my blockbuster video uh bill you know i ain't never coming back good luck you know see me in these streets i'm like the dude in the beginning of the first taken that hung up on liam neeson that's me <laughs> this is columbia house we have a special set of skills and if you click i don't know what's wrong with y'all i ain't never getting that money mm-hmm. that was a mistake to give me them cds what yes it was i sent you the penny didn't i right i gave you a penny and i've been out here living my best life come on 
phone for free <laughs> selling, i used to love to do that selling cds down at the pawn shop baby taking the money and going down to get cc's pizza okay Come on. you don't know about me, this college struggle me, me and you used to eat uh cc pizza i think both of us had the, the all the all you can eat buffet with the two drinks and we spent three dollars and twenty cents both of us uh that that no that's a piece not three I mean, I mean, for both. so it was it's like six that, something six something yes i used to know the exact penny but we're doing better now guys we're i used doing, to have yeah, to know like 299 a person i used to have to know down the, to the, the penny because we was digging in the ashtray drawers or the car going how much is it again and that was back before you could swipe your debit card put your pen number in mm-hmm. so you needed cash you cash need to go only my nigga somewhere where you get cash i used to have to do this thing that y'all uh if you're young enough hopefully you'll never have to go through the struggle but i used to have to do this thing called write the check over the amount come on I don't know and if y'all take, remember that. take the cash and then and, and be like well, i hope my my deposit uh clear for that check hit be at food line like how much can i write this over for they're like 25 dollars i'm like cool i only need to write it over for six dollars and 42 cents come on the exact amount that cc's will be taken yep and i used to remember back in the day for for those of you that don't know the atm used to get five dollars man i used to be like five dollars atm i got i don't got 10 all i got is 625 give me five dollars atm i used to also be blown blown when i would show up to the motherfucking cc's and change the price boy be hot Woo! you talking about upset nothing more upsetting back in them days when you was penny pinching and you showed the cc's and they be like yeah it's actually 349 now it's like the fuck you mean 349 right i don't got 349 prices around what kind of job you think i got i'm a student Mm-mm. y'all and, have student and, discounts and that was splurging mm-hmm. that was uh was cc's good it was three dollars is what it was i was in college okay every they knew me on these streets okay they all walk in there they used to say hey welcome to cc's i'm like exactly y'all know i'm back in the house all you can eat yeah yeah it's a buffet i can't believe y'all don't know these things wow y'all must have lived good lives in our chat room i don't think cc's is is everywhere then it must be nice huh just to never have to know the the never have to know the inside of cc's huh (laughs) come on wow i didn't know they made people like that (laughs) right y'all are bougie Mm, 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 mm. what are y'all some jack and jill kids (laughs) right <laughs> some of the private schools why i never some of the private school negroes i heard about up on the north side Mm-mm. no i've definitely been in many a cc's come on it filled your belly up Mm-mm. uh is it good it's fr- it's three dollar buffet pizza it's exactly what you think it is three dollars buffet pizza it's the kind of place where they put the dessert through the same oven they put the pizza through come on would you like some pizza dessert pizza i'm like y'all just put this this is just the same shit the other pizza made out of with sugar on it come on (laughs) (laughs) and some chocolate sauce i've never seen pepperonis on dessert man uh but yeah uh he is uh free uh i don't know if he's gonna pay or not his lawyer said he was disappointed uh he didn't have to show up for the trial so he was able to be in america um i don't think he's ever going back to sweden the, the fuck i don't i wouldn't have cared if i was supposed to be there or not i will never step foot there again fuck y'all yeah they claim self-defense and he said he tried to avoid the fight and they do have video of the people following them but they don't have video of the actual altercation who swung first if any threats were made any of that stuff in another country 
you're black um it could have been a lot of things you know also other countries have completely different standards than us for the law sometimes Mm -hmm. like an altercation for them like we have so many fucking altercations because our culture is so violent in america correct and we for the most part look at like physical altercation is no harm no foul like nobody got killed come on as long nobody didn't die did he have a gun okay then and so the weapon used right so we look at it like if if like you walked up on me and i said hey stop following me and then i turned around and 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 fought you there are some places where you could argue self-defense right but Mm -hmm. and and a lot of courtrooms would be like well man we can't really determine who did what yeah just just stop fighting both of y'all get a fine or something but in another country you don't know how they're gonna treat that shit and you being a person that's not from there right don't know the rules yeah so um whether self-defense or not man it's uh he's lucky uh that's all he got really come on oh he said i'm gonna keep moving forward thank you to my team thank you to my team my management attorneys label everyone who advocated for justice um is what um is what he wrote in an instagram post um so he made no mention of the fact he escaped additional jail time despite prosecutors previously pushing for a six month to two year sentence so yeah they probably was like oh once he leave they knew he wouldn't could never coming back there so that's why they was like we dropping charges because ain't like we can force you to serve the time shout out to al sharpton come on so funny ironically in a weird way he kind of proved his original point uh i mean i don't expect people to look at it this way because you know petty and everything but he kind of proved his original point was that he ain't got no business in the motherfucking activism world uh <laughs> no we don't and when he got in trouble he called a professional the same professional that he was like i ain't no al sharpton nigga he's like but i know who is al sharpton can you help please right so he can handle this i can't you know you you kind of hate to see people like shirk their responsibility like that or i don't know it's not a responsibility really you're not required to be an activist or be woke or any of this shit but you know you hate to see somebody kind of mock that whole idea of activism and shit (laughs) right like it don't mean nothing and then have it work for him but that to me that's why certain people are activists that you know uh i really respect more Mm -hmm. than other people because it's different than just a social media tweet or um, it's different than a tweet it's different than just uh putting a banner up i mean this is real action and you know this means you know al sharpton hate trump and he's up here advocating this in the same light as fucking donald trump is advocating like it's crazy you know like but when you have morals sometimes you have strange bad fellows because you do have morals like people always talk about it when it's like greed or something bad or nefarious sometimes it's because you do stand up you end up on the side with some assholes so agreed you know a lot of a lot of people and we saw it in action a lot of the same people that typically do advocate for people like that you know was too in their feelings about it it yeah, was they, you know, they stopped there the book stopped there it's like i'm a prison abolitionist for everybody but this nigga you know and I, I get it that's human but you know shout out to the professionals who was like man let me just do this shit because it's the right thing to do yeah, or whatever and the matter and the issue is bigger than me yeah um let's see uh friends of the of the dayton a friend of the dayton ohio shooter uh has been charged for providing him with armor and weapons ahead of a mass shooting yes go to jail too ethan collie 
a friend of connor betts the man responsible for the mass shooting in dayton ohio is now under arrest for providing betts with body armor and a hundred round double drum magazine a good guy this is the one with the garlic festival right dayton ohio no no garlic festival was in california okay um uh, according to the publication agents in the fbi and the bureau of alcohol firearms tobacco tobacco and explosives uh showed up to collie's house with an affidavit just hours after the mass shooting on sunday while there collie explained that he bought specific specific supplies for the shooter the 24 year old then allowed the agents into his home where they also found cannabis paraphernalia and a draco pistol um thursday of the same week officials showed up to his job where he informed the agents he had also done hard drugs with bets in 2014-2015 he also stated that he had been a consistent marijuana smoker for the last decade and grew psychedelic mushrooms of which he continuously ingested for energy and the thrill now i don't know why this part comes up this is just like demonizing drug use mm-hmm. like it really has nothing to do with uh the shooting mm-hmm. like, this nigga smoked a lot of weed too mm-hmm. that ain't got nothing to do with this y'all. a lot hey. of niggas smoke weed but they ain't doing that bullshit the issue with his drug use to say the least was that he checked the no box when registering his draco pistol in may oh so apparently you supposed to wait hold up we relying on people to check a box on whether or not they do drugs to get a fucking pistol and the only time it's checked on is if a mass shooting happens and you're like you lied on that box <laughs> what his reasoning behind saying no was that if he told the truth he would not have been able to purchase the weapons they're gonna probably put him in jail over that Kylie also bought an upper receiver for ar-15 along with the previously mentioned items and stored them in his home for bets what is an upper receiver mm. um i don't know enough about guns to to i, I had to google that one about them upper receiver um that it doesn't it doesn't tell you what they are they tell you how to they t- it's links for buying them damn you go straight to the money it's like listen upper receivers okay you, you google that you need this is it somebody says the thing they you put on top of the gun to feed the bullets oh okay so the bullets go in faster so you don't have to like put them in load them yourself basically i guess another thing to help turn a motherfucking gun into a um into a uh a, a machine gun shit that's that's wow for real yeah I, I don't yeah it doesn't say exactly what they do it just says we have a wide selection of ar-15 m4e complete uppers to fit your needs doesn't even say what they do they assume that you 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 google that they assume that you know what you looking for yeah you made it this far and they're like you you know what these do i guess you got to say uh google what is this these bitches ain't cheap either no they're not gonna be cheap 550 something dollars yeah you taking out bodies and possibility of going to jail you gonna pay yeah well you know you say that man but i always feel like guns and shit are not as expensive as you would think and a lot of this stuff like a bump stock wasn't expensive you know like um i don't know that's just weird but yeah so you got a upper receiver um for ar-15 um and he stored him inside his home for the, the dude who did the shooting oh yeah to the jail yeah yeah directly yeah um that's wild and see that's why people like me i done told y'all i'm not the one 
911. Yes, this nigga asked me to do something. Come over here right now. Get everything. I don't know shit. I'm telling. I'm singing. Mm. Fuck that. Yeah, it says here the um the receiver is also the official legal gun. It has to be serial number, even if it's a bear receiver. Couldn't possibly fire a bullet. It's still a firearm, as far as the law is concerned. All other gun parts are just parts. Anyone can buy them with no paperwork. That's because without a receiver, they're just bits of steel. So I guess this, yeah, this feeds the bullets. Shit. All right. Uh, U.S. Attorney Benjamin Glassman says, although Kali did not intentionally help the gunman plan the horrific shooting, all the items he purchased were used in the attack. Yeah, um, that's gun culture too. He never thought, oh yeah, why are you getting, why do you need all this firepower? It's like, we can get it because we can get it. Uh, according to the affidavit, Kali was arrested Friday, August 9th. Um, in an email to CNN, Kali's attorney, uh, Nick Gonaris, stated he does not deny his friendship with Connor Betts and he was as shocked and surprised as everyone else that Mr. Betts committed the violent senseless massacre in the Oregon district we appreciate the United States attorney stating that there was no indication Mr. Colley knew that he was assisting Betts in the shooting yeah um and it should say something that he didn't know I didn't need a question I don't mean that damning on an individual level it should mm-hmm. say something about guns in America that you can buy all this firepower for a friend store it at your house or whatever and never know that they're planning to use this to kill a bunch of people because it's that common in America it's just that normalized to be like yeah gun culture get as much fucking firepower and weapons as you can uh let's see what else happened um oh a second suspect is wanted for stolen ar-15 tactical vest from macon county school and he turned himself in okay he turned himself in okay uh sheriff offices in macon and clay counties were searching for ar-15 missing from a school missing from the school officials said the sheriff's department issued ar-15 and tactical vest were stolen from red boiling springs school in macon county so apparently someone broke into there overnight and stole a gun and a tactical vest because they keep them at the school i guess keep them versus taking them off campus when they leave right i guess the police must keep them there in case there's a school shooting or something um yeah the gun tactical vest was taken both said the school was put in a lockdown on lockdown procedures and the students were never in any danger he said parents were notified because the investigation was ongoing they didn't want to cause a panic i mean what if a student would have been the one that got it and been there at that time you literally brought the weapon in the house that could kill everybody right right. they recovered it in the woods in macon county but yet you want to arm teachers yeah don't fuck out my face yeah well you know maybe the guy took the gun because he wanted to be uh one of those good guys with a gun you know just like that guy in the walmart that was testing the second amendment rules that was walking around with a loaded bullet chambered ar-15 and a tactical vest walking through walmart filming himself to see what it was up with the second amendment maybe karen they are just good guys with guns they just in case one of the shooters show up hey i'm already here looking like one of y'all i'm not amused go to jail okay everybody go to jail Mm. all right cool no problem i mean i guess you just look no shade to old aunts but i like to approach situation with new aunts karen okay and so 
you don't seem to have no nuance here mm-hmm. and maybe that's the problem Mm-mm. think about it well then you and them nuance gone over there with your bad selves having a hot girl summer <laughs> i'm saying lock them niggas the fuck up the fuck is this all right all right well they've turned themselves in um lady gaga slams claims she stole shallow trying to make easy money her lawyer says so we got another day another mm-hmm. one of these getting no closer bullshit losses. getting closer and closer to people our audience might like mm-hmm. i mean i don't know if y'all don't like gaga or not but i know it's you know still a, a white woman she has a gorgeous voice i know but still a white woman and you know it's easy to hate the whites but i'm just saying this trend it's gonna break at some point they're gonna hit right. somebody we give a fuck about and we're gonna be like now see this is a goddamn this is bullshit yeah yeah i don't know who a note to no no like i'm like i i agree that you need professional people in there to determine if if it's actually uh sounds the same mm-hmm. you don't need people like me and you in there making decisions lady gaga isn't going to be intimidated by the threat of legal action songwriter steve ronson has filed a uh threatened to file a lawsuit against the singer who wrote the academy award winning a stars born track with andrew wyatt anthony rosamondo and mark ronson ronson has alleged that a chord progression uh from his 2012 song almost was and by the way it's two different ronsons one is steve ronson and one is mark ronson with a o two different guys but the steve ronson the one who's suing her let's just call him steve steve says she stole a chord progression from his 2012 song almost for the melody of the shallow um mr ronson and his lawyer are trying to make easy money off the back of a successful artist said her lawyer it is shameful and wrong i applaud lady gaga for having the courage and integrity to stand up on behalf of a successful artists who find themselves on the receiving end of such claims should mr shirian proceed with this case lady gaga will fight it vigorously and will prevail in the statement snyder also wrote that multiple leading musicologists they contacted found no actionable similarities between the two songs even shirian's own musicologist acknowledged the generic three-note progression is pretty is present in many other songs predating his client's song uh right but that's the one the client got 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 copywritten and he determined if i can make some money off of stars born that's what i'm gonna do uh releasing a statement of his own ronson claimed that although he had never seen a star is born he was told by many people of the similarities between the two tracks get the fuck out of here never even seen it but people told him they sound kind of like trying to get paid karen can you blame him i mean they giving money away in these courtrooms because you don't show me the money yeah you don't have professionals yeah they're giving away money in these courtrooms dog why not because to the average person the shit sounds the same we we can't tell the difference I, you know a lot of people can't tell an a chord from a g chord from a c chord from a d a e they don't know the difference yeah they, they i just feel like you go into a courtroom you get a jury of not your musical peers right you have your experts come up they bring their experts up and then you go all right uh go ahead and uh you the guy that works at whole foods go ahead and determine this million dollar lawsuit um (laughs) uh i haven't seen the movie i heard it's pretty good he said in a statement 
i admire lady gaga i just want to get to the bottom of this there are other writers that wrote the shallow song including mark ronson i have secured a musicologist who also agrees that the songs are similar i'm simply going about this how anyone else would investigate any possible infringement you just want some money baby just tell the truth quit bullshitting everybody his lawyer said in an effort to amicably resolve this matter months ago my office provided lady gaga's legal team at their request with an official report from a renowned and respected musicologist and professor who determined that there are significant tempo melodic rhythmic and harmonic similarities between the two hooks of the songs at issue lady gaga's team has yet to provide my office with an opposing musicologist report which we have requested multiple times so Mm-mm. she said see you in court bitch yep nobody like katie perry i forget who the other person this shit happened to that uh robin thick now it's on gaga we'll see if anyone likes her i don't know i, I thought i think she has more crossover than those two with black people but Correct. we'll see i don't know maybe they don't give a fuck about her either it's, it's gonna really have to be like beyonce or lizzo or somebody and then everybody or, or like i said little nas x when them when them chords from that country guitar part and they gonna everybody's gonna be like this is a goddamn travesty mm-hmm. that's when people decide oh, negroes i love us so much we're predictable mm-hmm. but on this yes but i love us um let's see what else do i feel like talking about uh a woman said she called 911 twice and the cops didn't pick up what she- they do push you to the voicemail a chicago woman this is 911 um sorry uh if you're getting this voicemail uh you need to uh leave us a message we will return your call within the next 24 to 48 hours what the fuck is this maybe it's like the 1990s and 2000s when people used to have voice joke man uh joke voicemails where it's like hey it's 911 how can we help you oh i'm just kidding i'm not here leave a message we in the anybody does that fuck you i used to hate them goddamn voicemails quit fucking playing leave a real voicemail 911 fire medic or police will holler at you in a second because we not in oh yeah oh they do that shit be like hello hello hold on hold on shut 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 the hell up 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 i'm sorry i'm not here right now fuck you kiss my ass i hated those people that did kiss my ass remember the rapping voicemail they always wanted that but the rap was real corny but I always wanted one of those rapping voicemail things where the person would be like, ha, 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 we're not home, but leave a message when you hear the tone. You know, like that shit. <laughs> yeah, and, and the worst part about it, the niggas that had that, your fucking voicemail would always be full. You couldn't leave a message in the first place. You never checked the bitch. A Chicago woman called 911 twice when her ex-husband showed up at her home and no one picked up. Denise Conroy said she made the calls Thursday expecting to hear a Chicago emergency on the other line on the other end of the line but instead the phone just kept ringing and she grew concerned uh that she might need police intervention when her ex showed up oh so whoever was supposed to be at that desk walked away i don't know maybe they're understaffed it could be a lot of things it enraged me i'm concerned for the next woman who thinks oh i can call and they'll help me then they don't answer conroy an advocate for domestic violence victims says she handled the situation herself without incident but wasn't letting it go it's unacceptable she fumed right i was wondering who she was in order to get like because i feel like uh because you know you probably guys can guess her race uh i feel like a lot of us call and don't get an answer and uh we don't get channel nine showing up to interview us on why we you know what i'm saying Mm-mm. so she must got some pull to be able to say hey this is a serious issue and it is yeah they, they hit the wrong one like oh 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 no 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 you don't understand 
my job is for women's rights and i'm a woman yes i everybody gonna know about this pick up the motherfucking phone reroute the call do what you got to do somebody should have picked up a representative for the chicago office of emergency management and communications told the station there was a high volume of uh call traffic when conroy called for help and said they would answer uh they would have answered if she had stayed on the line second city cops do more do have more than their share of 911 calls in one of the nation's most dangerous cities last weekend alone 59 people were shot seven fatally uh but because she hung up police said cops were never sent to help her and there's no record of her call they don't even keep a record of failed calls i thought they did that wow i didn't know that so it's only if they answer they know you called 911 so now i gotta sit here and wait for you when i'm panicking and scared yeah she should have just called and said um hey i noticed some innocent black people minding their business over here and i'm very upset and they would be like oh we're on our way we are on our way man what are they doing cooking out is there an innocent little girl selling water on the streets or something we got to build the clubs out we are ready to tase the fuck out of somebody right now <laughs> there's a black man over here and he seems to look be a little suspicious he's minding his business he kind of fit the description if you know what i mean i think he's walking some sort of an animal it appears to be a small dog very dangerous um gonna need you guys to come out here and take care of this oh i'm a white woman I'm like man we are already on the way yeah and I, i've had it happen be somebody and somebody said i thought when you hung up they would call back because i've had that happen before i thought so too i man we are so <laughs> the thin line of what we think we have yeah because i've called when i was a little kid i was uh my had, brother did the same thing i had tonsillitis mm-hmm. and uh old black people love my mama to death old black people i had told her my throat was itching and scratching this shit and she didn't believe me the shit got worse and worse and worse my tonsil inflamed and i was in this this is before i actually went to the doctor by the time i went to the doctor i was like god damn i can't even understand how you can breathe but anyway um so I was in so much pain. I called 911 and uh, when the person picked up, I panicked and hung up. <laughs> and so I didn't know that they could call back and they called back. And after that, my mom was like, I'm going to go ahead and take you to the doctor. This must be serious. You, you called 911. Yeah, my brother did the same thing. I thought they could call back too. I didn't, I don't know. I, you know what? I really don't know. Maybe it's different in Chicago or I don't know. Like they're so busy. There's like no record. Like I said, it's, it's possibility is understaffed. Yeah. But my thing is, uh, people paying for the service they're yeah. paying for the service uh let's see what else we got um um i'm tired of talking about these fucking shooters i'm skip this story but it, it, the el paso suspect's mother called the police concerned about him having a gun prior to the shooting so not gonna read the article but we be knowing what's wrong with these people ahead of time and no one gives a fuck uh so let's see if there's anything i want to talk about before i move on uh oh a woman loses her county job after reporting her supervisor for giving a lap dance to a deputy a georgia woman claims she was fired from her job without an explanation however she believes it has something to do with a lap dance she witnessed at the workplace uh oh, we lap dancing at the job yeah guess where she worked clayton county jail uh clayton county jail clerk try to say that three times fast clayton county jail clerk sharon cunningham said she was terminated after she reported her supervisor for giving a lap dance to a deputy the county officials say the supervisor 
guinevere mccord was suspended for five days without pay for unprofessional behavior cunningham is now questioning why the incident resulted in her firing right why did i get fired off top everyone else gets suspension yeah so you get suspended for giving the last dance you get fired for snitching and y'all work as fucking at the sheriff's uh, you know as at the jail y'all are police people but y'all don't like that snitching on each other huh snitching on the count when it's uh the suspects snitching on y'all though cunningham said she was not given a reason for her termination the determination the uh determination for her termination the clayton county sheriff's office said she was fired for gossiping making false allegations in writing and lying while under investigation i don't believe them cunningham denies the accusation and insists everything she reported was true cunningham is now seeking legal representation right why the fuck you suspend him if nothing happened there's a bigger twist right ahead too karen so the supervisor who was accused of giving the lap dance Mm -hmm. was in the news several years ago and we covered this story she was in the news several years ago after she was shot by clayton county sheriff victor hill the incident occurred back in 2015 when hill wounded mccord who was working as a realtor at the time the sheriff called uh called 911 claiming he accidentally shot the woman while they practiced police tactics so that was that black dude that shot a black woman that was a realtor and it was like more stuff kept coming out like yo they knew each other uh what the right, fuck this was a big ass story yeah like was this domestic violence did he try to kill her so apparently that was the woman who was given the lap dance in the uh at, at this count at this at this jail the same woman the same woman the fuck is this right but um, i lose my goddamn job you motherfucking right i'm fucking suing and cunningham the woman who got fired claims that hill and mccord are now dating which adds a whole other layer to the case so the dude who shot her and mccord they're 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 uh, dating now they've probably been dating i think they were always dating i think that should sound like some domestic violence shit right he shot her right it's what it sound like like something went wrong and she got shot you know to cover that bullshit up yeah that's crazy that story that little story from back then not little but four years ago you know we covered that was like this is weird it continues to get weirder but i lose my y'all most jobs have this thing but depending on the job a lot hey you know if you see anything at your job inappropriate here's the numbers to call here's the email so she did that and i lose my job because i'm telling on them Mm mm-hmm that means somebody pulled some strings to get me motherfucking gossiping i did not know that gossiping could get you goddamn fired fuck you yes mm-hmm. see me in court bitch <laughs> uh, hey, he must have liked her a lot you know i always see on social media and they always say you know you like somebody you gotta shoot your shot Uh, he did hit her with his best shot didn't he um um, American Gord during the running of the Bulls was trying to get a selfie Hmm. don't get more American than that Mm -hmm. that bull said selfie this uh the desire to have a selfie as a souvenir from running with the bulls in spain turned into a near-death experience as an american lawyer says he'll never american lawyer wonder who he's representing 
that was not benjamin crump uh <laughs> obviously it ain't the bull a charging bull ran over and gore san francisco resident jamie alvarez in the neck during the first run of this year's san Furman festival in pamplona an event immortalized by writer ernest hemingway nearly a century ago the joy and excitement of being in the bull riding quickly turned into a scare to real life from real fear for my life alvarez 46 said the joy and excitement were mm-hmm doctors told alvarez the bull's horn went deep into his neck and fractured part of a cheekbone that it didn't hit the jugular vein or major arteries was described to the injured patient as beyond miraculous alvarez who works as a public defender in santa clara county california said he realized how severely he'd been hurt during his encounter with the bull sunday morning where he touched his neck and his hand came away covered with blood i realized when uh i felt the bullhorn uh in my tonsils i just might not have been too good for your when boy when i was breathing bullhorn this might have been a bad look you can smell bullhorn on my breath i was like oh something wrong here you know when uh when, when my when my tongue is supposed to be the horn was sticking out of my mouth i said mm, mm. i think i think i shouldn't have took that selfie Mm-mm. i wonder if he still got the selfie though it's just him with the horn through his face like oh come on be a real trooper now and of course it was a few seconds a million thoughts came to my mind that of dying was definitely one of them once it appeared certain he would live the run-in brought rebukes from his wife and daughter the three stopped in pamplona to check out the famous san Fermin festival while en route to another city where the couple's son was playing in a soccer tournament right so now wow. you fucked up the trip nothing says soccer is boring like trying to get yourself going to death to avoid seeing your son play a game i've i've heard it all i have heard it all uh jamie alvarez from santa clara county california sits in uh, oh wait that's the description of the picture um yeah um now he was there and his wife and daughter cautioned him against joining the crowd that would race the bulls no shit don't, don't women be having the most common sense and bullshit i warned daddy daddy went out there anyway alvarez said the energy in the streets of pamplona on the festival's opening day was too strong to resist mm-hmm. <laughs> you didn't see your wife and daughter out there did you they resisted uh the running of the bulls and the nine days of seamless partying that accompany the festival draws about a million spectators to the city oh, i didn't know they party for nine days wow i didn't know they party for nine days either most of them people don't be out there with the bulls well it makes sense though i mean if you get drunk nine days in a row you're gonna want to run with some bulls like it's not as bad an idea as it was you know before you was drunk uh By day five you might reconsider many foreigners imagine following the footsteps of hemingway who channeled his experience in the 1926 novel the sun also rises hundreds of runners with varying degrees of fitness and hours of sleep race ahead or next to the bulls charging through a cobblestone and barricaded streets uh course the pamplona's bull ring records dating back to 1910 list 16 deaths from the event that's it uh alvarez says he ran most of the 913 yard course ahead of the bulls but by the time they encountered the bull fighting plaza at the end the pack of animals had caught up with them you don't say it's a motherfucking bull that is so wild only 16 people died and they do that shit every year that's wild every year i wonder what the injuries are like uh oh yeah people get stampeded on 
he said he climbed onto a fence for safety and only returned to the arena to shoot a short video when he thought the danger had passed he wanted a five second video scene to say here i am i did it that's when the stray bull came in running fast the bull chosen to race in pamplona off the way between 500 to 600 kilos which is 1100 to 1300 pounds good god the impact was unlike anything i've ever felt it was like being hit by a car or truck it was scary i was really out of it really stunned i didn't know what direction to go he recalled surprised the animal didn't kill you someone grabbed him by the arm and pushed the crowd pushed through the crowd to get to the paramedics possibly saving the american's life his surgery took two and a half hours uh he said but says his stable condition means he could be discharged as soon as tuesday he has promised to himself a return to pamplona to enjoy the festival as a spectator but not a bull racer well now how can you say that you might fuck around get caught up in the fucking emotion and shit and now you now you out there again yeah we, we're never going to cross that off the list if you go you yeah. go without me without me and the kids you just gonna have to die over there by yourself right you you think that he just out there to watch and then just no the, the, the next the, I'm, I'm gonna be sure as soon as we get back i'm gonna be sure all your wheel is up to date everything current i'm be sure everything in my neck gone out there baby have a good time i love you but if you die you ain't gonna leave me here broke yeah like how are you supposed to know you you're not just gonna look oh no i'm just gonna watch this time you know i'm not gonna get caught up into the emotion of everything but i think i'm gonna have to jump out there with them bulls i don't know you you see the bulls i know i'm sorry honey i'm sorry i gotta go i gotta go i gotta i gotta get some come on bull yeah i didn't read and shit come here bulls oh man so stupid um 10 acts of love to bring you closer mm-hmm this is by psychology today okay oh, oh, oh okay so we're we, we gonna see what they say mm-hmm. creating romance in your relationship is something everyone thinks about but few people do perhaps it's because they actually can't think of exactly what to do so here are 10 acts of love that you can do with or for your partner to bring a little more romance to your relationship okay one make your morning time special by bringing your partner a cup of coffee while he or she is still in bed if you're willing and able you can also serve them breakfast in bed and it will make your partner feel cherished and the kindness will be returned that's sweet but i don't drink coffee so i'm gonna tea. bring you some coffee tomorrow okay the, the thing said no coffee. i gotta karen i want you to feel cherished and the kindness will be returned Mm-mm, so uh, i don't drink coffee uh, you want it dark black no no I'll, coffee i'll get it uh well tea coffee in the morning okay don't you bring me no I'll, coffee i follow instructions exactly to the letter Mm-mm. number two make time at the end of the work day when you first see each other extra special by giving each other a 10 second hug and kiss you will both feel more deeply connected throughout the evening also remember to touch your partner affectionately throughout the day not just when you want to be romantic so smack him on the ass i mean i'm already doing this one so i'm fine with this you know i don't hug you every Rebel time after work but i definitely touch you affectionately throughout the day same um three make time to make time plan a romantic rendezvous during the week you can get a room at a local hotel or plan to have a house all to yourselves now this one sounds like one for if you got kids and shit mm-hmm. just the anticipation of being together in this way will add spark to your romantic life it's not bad but yeah it sounds like like damn man we gotta get a hotel room all these motherfuckers around here driving us crazy mm-hmm. we just take a few hours to get away 
four whenever you can take time to give your partner 100 percent of your attention when they want to talk to you put down a remote control or whatever you're reading face your partner and say what would you like to talk about it will make your partner feel loved and important to you that that one uh i guess i feel like that one would also make it awkward because then it's like you expect me i was i supposed to have like a list of topics right i didn't realize it's gonna be a dissertation what would you like to talk about just let it be naturally uh, if they won't talk to you they'll 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 talk to you five take the time to tell your partner that they look wonderful beautiful sexy or great we all have doubts about our looks and hearing that we are attractive to our partners is a very important part of creating a romantic relationship i do that to you you do do that all the time i do that i do that to you too though i know i started it okay i remember being like girl listen okay fuck with these people talking about because <laughs> i didn't use it didn't always think that about myself i done came a long way yeah you have uh six before you leave in the morning tell your partner that you are looking forward to seeing them when they return when you return never leave the house without acknowledging your partner or saying i love you yeah i mean we text and stuff or you know say mm-hmm. if we're both up you know might say goodbye or something you know i i don't know some of this stuff is that little stuff we be talking about where it's just for for us we just kind of do some of this shit without thinking about it it's not like but i can see how like that article we read a long time ago was talked about a lot of what love is is uh is for people that are good at it is really patience and kindness to each other mm-hmm. it's not these big major things mm-hmm. that people mm-hmm. talk about it's all the that, time it's, it's a bunch of shit. little shit like yeah like uh you say an idea and i don't shit on you for having an idea or i don't get annoyed because you're talking to me right and that's something i don't even know how you that i mean for some people maybe it's a thing you can work on but i don't know how you make yourself disposition to be like that with With somebody you're naturally not like that right the honey Mm, i yeah I, i personally couldn't deal with that yeah like we're very we're very nice people in general Mm -hmm. with each other period like like whether or not we were with each other we're still nice yeah and and try to constantly be considerate right so i so like i don't know for people that just aren't considerate maybe you can fake it or maybe it's something you really can learn you know yeah yeah, you can because there are things we've learned from each other over the course of a relationship correct and the thing is the faking shit if it's not sincere and you're not really trying to change it won't last so the real you will eventually come out because eventually you're gonna be like ah i just don't this ain't me yeah someone in the chat said i feel like you shouldn't need a list for this stuff but yeah you know i think you think about it but man think about how many relationships fall apart right like how many relationships maybe they start off good or you know they just you think they're gonna grow a certain way and they never get there and how much of that is just skills we don't have you know because i think one of the problems with how we view romantic love especially but it really goes to all partnerships and friendships is that it's a thing where it's a lot of work you got to work on this you got to do that but then part of it is nobody wants to work on shit everyone goes i'm perfect like i am i came to you perfect and you should already know all this stuff and then we shame each other for not knowing shit right oh you didn't know how to do this like no you have to learn it and people are different like people are unique people's bodies are unique people's minds are unique so you know a relationship is constantly learning and unlearning shit and constantly 
growing or not growing with the person you with yeah and also is perception and somebody brought it up too a lot of times is how people were raised a lot of families yeah. aren't raised to be like my mama was one of them, aren't raised to be very affectionate a lot of families aren't raised to say i love you i'm just keeping it real mm-hmm. they're not raised that like uh, like uh, i love you they might not say it but uh, i love you is you got clothes and you fed that i, I that's right. a, i love you and you taking care of and you ain't in the street and other than that you get no other affection so you know sometimes shit got to be learned yeah you still are going to go out into this world and create relationships and friendships with people and stuff and you know that like that's part of it you know like you come from one of these houses where um things aren't that great and you're expected still to go out and once you're an adult especially to make relationships with other people that are healthy you might not know how to make a healthy relationship so something like this that you can practice and certain people need like some type of um routine sometimes you know people constantly ask for love advice sex advice all this different relationship advice people constantly ask this stuff because they don't have it figured out and then we kind of shame them like you don't already know no i don't that's why i'm asking like that's why i'm reading all all this literature that is out here about this stuff yeah you you gotta do it you know and like karen said her her mom was was like denzel and fences come on that was my mama how come you ain't never like me like you like you. What law is there say I got to like you? Come on. No. All right then. Don't you eat every day? Answer me when I talk to you. Don't you eat every day? Yeah. As long as you in my house, you put a sir on the end of it when you talk to me. Yes, sir. You eat every day. Yes, sir. Got a roof over your head. Yes, sir. Got clothes on your back. Yes, sir. Why you think that is? Because of you. <laughs> Hell, I know it's because of me. But why do you think that is? Because you like me? Like you. I go out of here every morning. I bust my butt. Cause I like you. You're about the biggest fool I ever saw. A man is supposed to take care of his family. You live in my house, fill your belly with my food, put your behind on my bed because you're my son. It's my duty to take care of you. I owe a responsibility to you. I ain't got to like you. Now I don't give you everything I got to give you. I give you your life. Me and your mama worked that out. Between us and liking your black ass wasn't part of the bargain. Don't you go through life worrying about whether somebody like you or not. You best be making sure. Uh, I don't know why I cut that scene out short. But, yeah, um, that's how some yeah. people was raised. And then they yeah. supposed to go out here and just magically know how to be in a relationship right. with somebody else. They supposed to know how to. And this is something else I've learned, too. What you consider, particularly if you're raised in a, in a loving, caring, kind, very affectionate household, that's considered normal to you so to you that's quote unquote common sense but if you're not raised in these environments this isn't common sense to other people if you're mm-hmm. raised in abusive homes which a lot of people are these people could become adults now yeah. you're raised in abusive homes you're raised in, 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 in places where people are affectionate and don't show love like that and don't touchy touchy feel um, these things have got to be uh, learned you know because like I said I ended up I purposely wanted to be the opposite of I love my mama but I wanted to be opposite of that I'm very affectionate I, I, I'm i very touchy feely but that's just me right. Um, and also the thing is everybody's personality has different needs some people they might not like that and if you're a touchy feely person y'all got to find a balance right. in that you know in these simple things 
so i know that you know the list might sound dumb to some people but for some people they're like oh, okay i i never considered telling my mate i love you before i let i leave i never considered these things because a lot of it is about being considerate and the thing is most people in general are taught to be self-centered so if you're self-centered is unless you are brought up in a household where you are purposely taught to consider other people it's very hard to actually consider other people you know and also um it's one of these things where men and women talking about straight are brought up a little differently you know most mm-hmm. women are very affectionate and a lot of men aren't really taught to be affectionate like that you know they no, are the, yeah definitely not in the same ways right either. right not in the same ways so you know a woman might her needs might be i need for you to hold me and rub me and hold because 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 that that's right. my every relationship is different but that might be what i need and if you have a man go the fuck i love you ain't that enough no nigga it ain't right and that becomes that becomes a friction and that becomes a problem yep so yeah you have different things so um i think the list is more designed to give people a place to start right you know give you some things some tangible actionable things that you can do specifically routinely um that can improve your connection with people you know so far that's all i feel like we're reading you know the coffee thing and i mean like it could be anything break breakfast it could or whatever they like something to let them know in the morning like hey i'm thinking of you first thing in the morning trying to make your day a little easier right Mm -hmm. um you know telling them they look good telling them you know that kind of stuff it's little shit but yeah a lot. there are people who don't do these little things Mm-mm. you know and it doesn't and, it, and they feel like i'm losing my connection with this person or i don't have a connection with this person and they don't know why this might be a little thing and especially if you're already feeling these things because the problem with a list like this is also people can fake these things right mm-hmm. like like how narcissists fake emotions and they love bomb you at first and then they go from your greatest fan to your number one hater and shit right. like that can be you can fake these things too and the actual kindness and stuff behind them you may or may not possess but let's say you are on the up and up and you do possess these things you do think your partner is sexy you do want to spend time alone with them you do want to do nice things you do want to listen to what they have to say here's some examples of things you can do and you can routinely put them into your relationship and then one day you look up and you're just doing them hopefully uh let's see next time you're shopping alone get a couple little surprise gifts for your partner next time he or she is feeling down give them one of the gifts it's a wonderful uplifting act of love and it will be remembered for a very long time oh i never thought of that one i do buy stuff when i'm out like mm-hmm. i get karen uh uh flowers of course um mm-hmm. uh, there's also she loves uh peanut m&ms mm-hmm. so i get those you know and this is a little thing it didn't cost me that much money but just let you know like i know this is your shit and that's that's my jam uh number eight if your partner's having a rough day offer to take them out and make or make dinner for them if they are use the one usually doing the cooking this will be a welcome change and a sign of appreciation mm-hmm. if they're experiencing stress at work it'll be a great way for them to unwind from a tough day and but the thing you have to have communication to know they're dealing with stress so you have to know them enough to know that they're dealing with stress even if they don't tell you go okay something stressful's happening talk to me and stuff like that and something else i realized in a lot of relationships motherfuckers don't like to talk we can fuck but we were talking not nah, a communicating shit which actually yeah. will make everything around this house motherfucking better no nah, we don't talk to each other we you know we fuck we have kids we're intimate we're doing all types of shit together but having a fucking conversation we don't do that yeah it's so weird listening to people talk about like casual relationships because or at least on social media because that's about as much privy as i have to that kind of world but 
they sound like they literally hate the people they fuck but they right. fuck them right they sound like like you know what i mean like i'm fucking somebody that's not a person like everything around sex with them seems designed to dehumanize the other person in a way where it's like you know like i and i and i, I thought this shit was really basic and i just don't think i'm one of these people um like i i you know um i don't know the exact wordage for it but i don't i know i just wouldn't make it in like casual hookup relationship type of shit anyway even Me if that either. was the thing i was trying to do I, right. I don't think i could do it because the disdain people seem to have for the people that fucking is y'all sit around and talk to people after you fuck them Duh, get the fuck out and i'm like wow and at the same time no one ever supposed to have any feelings about that if you do you're weak uh you supposed to be disposable you supposed to embrace that disposability i don't know it's like like i said i might not just be i'm not saying there aren't people that authentically feel like this and maybe they really wouldn't have their feelings hurt and that's just how it is very transactional i just know i'm not that kind of person that that will want to have like a transactional type relationship like that but it's especially when you throw in like dating apps that are designed for just hookups and shit correct it feels like we are kind of like turn each other into commodities in that way where it's just like what is your rating swipe left swipe right uh let's fuck but y'all go out to dinner with the people you fuck and it's like i don't know if i was gonna be inside of someone's body or vice versa i'd like to hope we could have a conversation without it ending up with us being at each other's throats you know what i mean i like to think we could split a meal and it wouldn't be that big a deal since you know we're fucking you know (laughs) but that's just totally just the way i view it it's not to shame those who don't do it that way but it's just um kind of interesting to see how much people just kind of are like i don't want to talk to you i don't want to see you anywhere i don't want you to be any around me any longer than it takes to have sex right then get the fuck out yeah you know and that's not just a man or woman thing Mm -hmm. like that's everybody i've seen it from everybody um so i don't know and maybe it's people working out issues they've had with prior relationships Mm -hmm. maybe it's maybe it's just the the, just the natural preference people have and i you know i just don't get it it it, it could be a lot of things it's not just you know and there are some people i think because we're emotional creatures that don't want kindness in a relationship that's not going to lead to a actual like future together so then it helps them to like compartmentalize that to be Mm -hmm. like well as long as we're not treating each other nice we won't catch feelings quote unquote or whatever right. i don't know that i don't i just couldn't do it i don't but i'm the opposite i don't think i could have sex with somebody i had no feelings for i you know same that's just that's just how i am so um uh number oh and then the other thing i like about cooking though i do think cooking is a cool thing uh especially because cooking is work um and if one person has to do the work all the fucking time um that time off or that contribution it normally would be appreciated whether they want to do it out of the just because that's their love language or whatever you're also speaking their language you know speaking um, their language we're just like okay i know how hard it is to cook and you just did that for me thank you you know um and also the thing is too uh when it comes to that and i've realized this uh talking to other people sometimes it's the act that matters not really the result that time like cooking you know like let's say you're somebody and you quote unquote let's say you can't cook but you know your partner's tired you order DoorDash, you go pick something up you bring it back it's the thought yeah the person didn't have to prepare to me but yeah some people go well i cook for you you ain't cook for me 
I don't have that skill, but I am showing forth effort to be right. considerate. Not that one day I won't be able to cook a meal, but as of now, I'm just being considerate. Also, if, if that's something you really want and believe you deserve and you want to have a partner that can do that, cooking is a skill that can be learned. Yes, it can be. And you can teach them. You can, y'all can do it together. Like, mm-hmm. it does, like it's a partnership. So if right. you, if your goal is, I am tired of fucking cooking for you all the goddamn time i would like some reciprocation and i don't mean like go out to taco bell maybe our budget can't handle going out to eat correct i would like for you to cook sometimes and maybe you sit down and be like yo listen some basics in the kitchen and now you're cooking you know and now we both cook and now it's not a big deal you know anyway as if it was a thing you know five uh nine be be spontaneous rent a convertible and kidnap your partner for kidnap no don't 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 kidnap me don't put no bag over my head and and take me somewhere who made this list ray caroon mm, you take you take that off the the whole uh they're gonna be like uh why is she cussing him out kidnap your partner for a drive up the coast for lunch or dinner Mm, just tell me we going somewhere no just knock her over the head throw in the trunk put a plastic bag over her head and take her away yeah wake up in in palm springs like bitch the prize you welcome we here this is a wonderfully romantic and very simple thing to do if you want to be a little more extravagant you can choose to spend the night at a bed and breakfast and drive home the next day 10 get your partner some roses take one up and pull off the petals drop the petals on the floor leading to the bedroom oh that's Uh, that's 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 a such a cliche one but hey people people like it that's sweet that's sweet and the thing is i know this might sound silly but is the is the bread and breakfast different than the hotel i'm assuming yeah it is. i mean it's more like a home that has like like it's it's basically a hotel or uh what do you call those um airbnbs okay that's what b&b stand for air bed and breakfast oh so it's like someone's house normally a small it's like a smaller version of a hotel normally like a, a nice looking house type okay. thing that has multiple bedrooms some of them are bigger but not like a hotel like marriott or something it's like a, a, a individual run thing okay um but i i don't like those i don't like but i don't like anything i just would rather have a hotel i don't trust nobody <laughs> fuck you fuck your house i don't know what cameras in here have me jacking off or whatever i'm gonna end up on <laughs> x hamster right how did i get on xvideo.com look at this fat nigga taking a shower y'all like i don't the blackout tips exposed like right? i don't trust too many stories we read too much airbnb nightmares too many stories i don't have no trust but um one thing i would add to this list because they didn't uh they didn't really bring up uh bring it up is uh i think they should uh address the fact that uh please and thank you little stuff like that like appreciation goes a long fucking way mm-hmm. you know it's amazing how many how quickly we take for granted stuff and just go well that's what you supposed to do you know and i mean we've been together a long time 22 years or so um at this point good god i ain't really and um not married all that time but just together mm-hmm um but one of the main things is uh even to this day we still do a lot of like thanks please that type of shit mm-hmm. for stuff that i think a lot of people feel like you don't have to do it anymore but yeah, you cause do because I, I appreciate it yeah so we we still do that shit we're still very like you know uh thanks for cooking thanks for dinner thanks for 
uh folding the clothes thank you for taking out the trash thank you like we still do that that's some shit i ain't got to do right and um you know that so i think that's one of the things that is a you know that is a little thing but it actually is adds up to a big thing Mm -hmm, because when people feel appreciated they show love in various different ways right so and then uh, another thing i i love about you is that you feel all i was thinking about this last night uh but i don't i didn't have the words for it but it's, <laughs> you always feel all the like silences and all the quiet spaces would just like love you like i love you i love you baby or whatever mm-hmm. you know just walk into the car or whatever and that's not something that i would say i need necessarily but it's definitely something that you know i, I love that i come to you know it's just that's and it's, and it's genuine mm-hmm. you know it's not just like let me manipulate you real uh-uh. quick so uh-uh. i think that kind of stuff is little stuff that uh people probably feel like it's too corny it's too they this do. i gotta be cool i can't you know we're holding hands i am uncool y'all yeah. i'm a fucking square but sometimes i'm like love should be fucking corny it yeah. shouldn't be if it's cool then you know what i'm saying it's gonna it's probably gonna be a bit whack because part of the part of being cool is not trying too hard that's what cool kind of means it's like oh he was so cool he didn't even look like he gave a fuck it's like no i would like you to give a fuck you yes, know yes give care <laughs> and, and 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 i think for me particularly the the older i've gotten in the you know when you young you think you can live forever so you just times important times come and you be like fuck it you don't do what you need to do but the older you get you be like you know what i want the people that are around me that i love and care about know i want them to know that i love and i care about them i don't want it to be where uh the last thing i ever said to them was something harsh or something mean you know that's why you know we're not perfect i know we have our disagreements and things like that but even that i'm like i would never go to sleep if i knew that we were mad at each other or or, or it was a friction like no 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 nigga let's 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 get this straight because if one of us go the other one's going to feel fucking terrible let's work this out and let's then maybe that's just me you know because and um I think too, like for for my mama and all these loved ones, I let them know that I love them. They even now talking about my mama. She uh uh the older she gets, the more she shows emotion. You know, yeah. for years I used to be like, "Mama, I love you." She'd be like, mm-hmm. "Y'all," that was literally her answer. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't say it. Right. But now since she's got older, and I was like, "Mama, I love you." She says, "I love you too." And uh I walk up to her and I hug and stuff like that. Like I want her to know that she is loved and she is appreciated and i know that uh because that's my love language her love language is different than mine but that's uh her love language i mean my love language so you know i the older i get the more i realize it's very important to tell the loved ones around you how much you love and how much you appreciate them because people go would they know okay well sometimes it's nothing like hearing it i don't think maybe because of my personality i have to hear it right and i you know and i have to feel it but that's just my love language i know for a lot of people they can just be like okay cool but for me i and that's why i tell people around me i love them because that's i like to hear it um yeah i think i yeah i I do think it it does vary per person and stuff and this list is not a definitive list it's really just 10 small things you can do for do or think about doing that can kind of kickstart some of this other stuff these bigger discussions so you know take it take it at your you know at, at your own leisure um all right uh let's see i guess we can do some uh fucking with black people real quick 
just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. Time to play the game we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game that goes all around the globe, finds the articles we feel, uh, does make us feel fucked with, and assigns points scores of 0 to 100, and intervals of 25. Today's contestants, everybody, speaking of love, a Florida white man allegedly spit in the face of his black girlfriend because she didn't want to play slave and slaver. like ain't, like, like D D. ain't love grand i don't know what D D games you've been playing but i have never heard of one that's called slave and slaver can me either okay okay so you just threw that out of nowhere a white i white, did i did because it's you know role playing and shit like that oh okay yes yeah, it's not that kind of role playing Mm-mm. uh a white man. So, i mean they playing you know playing the game dungeons and dragons yeah and, you know. no, no it's not final fantasy you sure a white man got angry with his black girlfriend who reportedly wanted to role play slave and slaver which resulted in the pair getting into a spat that brought florida cops into the mix so i guess he found out she wasn't the one man the caucasity of him to just pull that out like i mean because that sounds like she was not prepared for that Mm-mm. uh police in the tampa suburb in the tampa suburb of bradenton arrived at the home of kenneth atkins and ashley edwards to find a pair engaged in a verbal argument over the refusal to role play ashley stated she wanted to, she wanted to play slave and slaver because she's african-american and he is caucasian according to the manatee county sheriff's office report kenneth did not wish to partake and became verbally aggressive oh well now hold up now i might be on his side hold up hold the fuck up i was like no ma'am all this time i had assumed he spat in her face because she was he was like tonight you're gonna be my nigger and then she was like no i don't want to be your nigger he was like bitch i spit in your face oh my god turns out she was the one with the coon fetish i shouldn't call it i shouldn't judge our king okay she was the one with the race play fetish and he was like ma'am i don't know what sort of white man you think i am no, but i'm not that type but i am dating you because i love and respect you not because and i have people. some type of weird african-american role play fetish madam Mm-mm. Mm, kenneth atkins <laughs> girl i heard he's single you know he looking ladies he gonna treat you right he will respect his queen yes you will never be accused of winching when it comes to my man kenneth atkins okay he won't be putting you in no chains girl he ain't trying to do nothing but uplift all right this is an ally i know he gonna be playing basketball to court with us and don't even mind being called the white boy Mm-mm. And when we when he hit a shot, I'll be like, "Good shot, my nigga." He'd be like, "Right back at you." Only you can say that. Respect. I know he'd be right hand down. <laughs> Come on down. You in charge of bringing the rubber basketball to the basketball court? Come on. 
uh your your girlfriend can't come though <laughs> she is banned she can't she can't come her invitation is taken away i don't think the people gonna be okay with actually showing up <laughs> oh my god the nightmare must be for her to have this reported and if she just gotta hope nobody read past the headline yeah girl he spat in my face ain't that crazy mm-hmm that is crazy so let me read the details no girl that's all you don't need to see nothing else <laughs> that's all. these white people crazy these white people woo, they so crazy it's exactly what you probably think it is you know how it is Atkins denied getting physical with Edwards but was arrested for simple battery shortly after 11 p.m brought to the manatee county central jail edwards whom police say was not injured refused to complete an affidavit and asked the cops not to book atkins wow he loved that woman oh he probably just was like i don't want to put another black person in, in the, jail in the prison pipeline Come on. he was just that woke the smoking gun reports atkins has a lengthy rap sheet which includes grand theft charge from may that is still pending so he's like i've been in prison before i'm not gonna do this to my black queen okay now I, w- I also will not be calling her the n-word or having any type of slavery sex with her but uh <laughs> but your boy is uh is not down with the clown okay Mm-mm. damn Mm-mm-mm. well show up and uh bring twenty dollars in reparations keith are we ready to just uh that's why i'm gonna be collecting at the cookout okay uh <laughs> zero to a hundred karen still a hundred because yeah yeah i mean not for him a hundred for her that took a twist because i was ready to go to cars on this and now suddenly i'm oh man i'm not bothered by anything he did really Mm-mm. so i think i'm gonna give it for 25 him, for him a zero for whatever like that's her fetish but i feel like you gotta talk that one out boo way before and, you and, know and if you dating thing, that type of right. white man also if you're dating that type of white person that y'all can do slavery role play there's not a not even a little part of you that's just like you was a little too happy to go along with that not you know like i would think it was a test you know what i mean like i would think it was a test if so if somebody if i was a white person somebody's like next time we have sex i would like for you to you know call me racial slurs and and uh pretend like you the slave master and i'm slave i'd be like where the cameras where the uh is uh who gonna hop is chris, the crew. chris hansen about to pop out see if he got me on on uh his new show to catch a, the catch a racist no i'm oh. not with this shit i will not come on out everybody ask the cushion come on out i know I y'all know trying y'all to can hear me. me yep no i'm not racist ha ha nice try but nah i can't believe that uh sean king calls out jay-z for partnering with the nfl without colin kaepernick oh shit we reported on this yesterday and now the activist beef has finally hit the streets you knew you knew what's gonna happen you know anytime jay-z is involved with some shit somebody got to say something somebody gonna be mad because jay is always getting to the money so getting to it uh you know you're not allowed to mix activism and get to the money but what i find interesting is that the person calling him out is sean king who has accusations of his own about his monetary transparency we still never saw that march 1st deadline of his finances it then came and gone came and gone again and again y'all know it's halfway through august we're supposed to see that shit march 1st 
i think it was like march 1st or april 1st whatever one of them first maybe it was april fool's day it's maybe that's when it was. was like not you not you not you i mean come on now like but anyway I, he was he was calling out jay-z about the shit um jay-z was receiving praise and backlash over his new partnership with the national football league the brooklyn-born rapper and entrepreneur agreed to team up with the nfl to oversee some of the league's entertainment options and social justice initiatives however some of the have issues with jay-z because colin kaepernick was not involved in the deal one of the most vocal on wednesday august 14th the day after the deal was announced was activist sean king who blasted jay-z's involvement in the partnership and my thing is this you don't know what went on behind the scenes like he may have asked and he may have been like no or he might not have talked to him at all it don't i'm not so funny it don't matter sean king tweeted if you are baffled by the move that jay-z just made with the nfl then you don't actually listen to his music he's a proud capitalist we only say that about the rich people we don't like by the way y'all ever noticed that everybody a capitalist they are all the rich people supposed to be capitalists but it's only when they do some shit we don't like we like this capitalist ass nigga i'm like i saw you tell rihanna to secure the bag when they said 50 was making the most money in makeup i saw you say that but okay now, but when you want to talk shit about them you capitalist ass nigga uh don't everybody the, just don't everybody say that well we all live in a capitalist society but i, I mean you can put the label on yourself but the, the truth of the matter is it, nobody gets to escape this if you live in this economy Mm-mm. shit if you live in somebody else's economy america's so big you can't you still can't escape it right uh it's the primary theme of his career last year he dissed people who performed at the super bowl wore a cap jersey they made him an offer jay-z is what i would call a woke capitalist and <laughs> Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. Spins a web any size, catches seeds, just like flies, look out. Here comes the Spider-Man. Yeah, I don't see you turning out no paychecks. Come on, Sean King, you know people is out here talking about how you be suing people, how you be trying to silence people they talking about how your money is funny people saying they that the money they don't know where the money is going you raise money for shit you you accuse people of shit with no proof you you know you he accused a white dude of shooting that little girl in the parking lot nobody brings that shit back up like he's very and then he's very fucking like standoffish and and like defensive about the same shit that he attacks all these other people for and i mean when we talk about money transparency we talk about woke capitalism monetized activism bruh like this is one of the weird things about social media is you really create your own fucking reality and there's a ton of people that follow him and if they're not up on twitter they have no fucking idea no idea they just think mm-hmm. he's the woke dude who the black dude that that is very adamant about activism and is constantly emailing them to start a new fundraising thing and they sign up for these things and he makes money from this shit of course nobody fucking knows but he like you just get to be whoever you want to be you tweet through the shit you fuck up and that's it it's 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 insane to me and i think what incenses me the most is the fact that these people think they're the people that call out hypocrisy or they think they're the people that are supposed to like protect the bar the bar the margins and the boundaries 
and be the main people involved in some drama every goddamn day where it's like yo people say your money is funny you don't ever show people that it's not and you keep promising to do it and you never do what the fuck is your deal like say what you want to about jay-z but as he said if you listen to his music jay-z is up to front about his shit like that's why i always feel like you know what you're getting with jay-z people try to like couch him as some shady figure and i'm like no he's pretty upfront. he does he 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 cares about causes and shit but he also cares about stacking his motherfucking paper too and he doesn't try to like bullshit you with like no no it's just from the goodness of my heart it's like no i will be making some money from this i i by september he will have a rap out where a verse about this nfl deal will be part of it if he stays part of this deal i guarantee it because he don't hide the shit he'd be like yeah i'm no this is my form of activism this is what i believe in make these white people pay wait ever since he said um what he um something like i'm taking back what they owe us for what they did to the cold crush ever since he said that he has always been like i feel that black people did not get a fair shake and every second that there's a chance to get some money from white folks uh for doing the shit that i believe in or already am gonna do i'm gonna take it and then my grandchildren 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 gonna be rich i'm building a legacy for that that's what i believe in and people try to like you know obviously diss that shit which is their right if you don't get that's not your activism that's not your flavor that's cool die broke be uh you know die in abject poverty possibly die you know whatever and everybody can respect the fact that you struggle but if you ever been broke as he is or was as broke as he was people like that don't see a virtue in being broke Mm-mm. you know like when you when you feel like you had to do some desperate shit to make money you don't you stop seeing all the fucking like platitudes of how like noble being the broke activist or the broke rapper or the broke whatever is you know so anyway i think he uh i'm not shocked by jay-z making money off a deal when i read it yesterday the first thing i thought was damn that rap line was true you need me i don't need you and i'm like damn they, they needed him that being said uh let's get back to this comment i'm sorry woke describes his capitalism but let's be clear he is a capitalist and if a good deal comes along even if it means working with the nfl at the expense of colin kaepernick he'll make the deal i don't think jay-z violated a single one of his core principles by making a deal with the nfl while they actively banned colin kaepernick from ever playing another game for the rest of his life jay-z did not speak to or consult with colin kaepernick before he made this deal with the nfl he openly said that to the new york times yeah like i said he doesn't hide uh that kind of shit and uh he also said they've talked since he made the deal uh cabinet changed for sport oh this is the other thing so let's get back to this because um we've talked about this ad nauseum you know i'm not gonna go through the whole thing again but i will say this i don't know what people really want from the nfl for this shit because the nfl is not a place where they're going to have activism um for black lives matter and that's it you're not gonna have it like the vision that people have is kind of like when people get mad at espn for telling like dan levitard you can't be out here talking shit about trump unless it's a maintain unless it pertains to sports and people and you know people rightfully get mad because they're like yeah, but fuck trump he's racist he's just the whole other side. speak out against it and i'm like yeah you're cool with that until it's kurt Schilling you're cool with that until it's uh that will whatever that dude's name on that that sometimes 
comes on after bomani and them like you cool with that to a point don't lie don't lie because if you're a company and you need to write a policy the policy pretty much has to be don't talk about this shit you know we're cool with the activism we're cool with we're not cool with that other shit let one of these motherfuckers wear a anti-abortion t-shirt out there and see how we feel or just one or matter of fact let one of these white players take a knee and then when they're asked about it be like i'm doing it for all the dead babies that women have been made we'll be like if this nigga don't stick to sports and shut the fuck up like this is not really the arena for it kaepernick wanted to protest they're never going it's never going to be a protest that doesn't have a penalty attached to it that's actually a protest that's the truth you know nobody likes to hear that shit because we want the world to be one way where it's like like if 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 kaepernick takes that knee and it means that they don't no one cares then he didn't do his job he's the man that really moved everything and the real problem is that these white owners these billionaires are much more prideful than even these black men who take these knees you know that because they want to make kaepernick an example because he was the first they've let eric reed in eric reed plays for the for the carolina panthers he plays mm-hmm. right up the street up the street dog. takes a knee every game the world didn't end so kaepernick could be theoretically playing in this league he pissed off those white dudes and they're still so residually mad at him it has now probably cost them so much fucking money so much i'm not talking about just a deal they cut with him mm-hmm. i'm talking about ratings mm-hmm. uh bad publicity right papa john's um i'm talking uh the you know obviously the deal they cut with him the salary they have given to all these washed up to mediocre quarterbacks that they had to give them extra money just because they weren't colin kaepernick right like oh, i gotta go what we gotta do to get jay cutler out here so we can say we tried without really trying to make our team better there's a much better quarterback who won't cost us as much but uh, we'll just get jay cutler out of the booth and throw him out here you know so that's that that's what's so funny and i think also there's an assumption that um one of these people activists could get kaepernick a job back you know and maybe that'll be part of a deal maybe that's something that can happen but i really think these white men are so fucking prideful i would be shocked if anyone was able to get kaepernick a job period agreed they're that fucking prideful so in the meantime everybody is essentially cashing in on their pride because they're trying to fix an issue without doing the most obvious fucking thing that would fix the issue just giving kaepernick a job because most of the people that are boycotting are very are pretty much only boycotting that kaepernick doesn't have a job they're not actually boycotting on any principle right it's this dude doesn't have a job and we have decided to make him a black leader in in the stead of that you know because mm-hmm. he never because because kaepernick never demanded a boycott he never no one ever set down conditions and parameters of a boycott people just galvanized the fact that there was anger out there and it was like now we have the bad guy the nfl agreed you know and i think that's where everybody's at right now where it's like i'm angry nfl fixed this well how are they supposed to fix it we're now giving to these causes we're now doing deals with these people uh jay-z was just calling people last year say don't be in the super bowl now he's in charge of music direction what more do you niggers want you know what they want uh, uh, cabinet uh, to have a job and right? then it's over 
and then everybody's gonna be back to normal you know what what i think truly deep down and I, i've been consistent on this even if they give kaepernick a job back i just can't see people return to the nfl because once you figured out you can live without something that's it and so many people now have literally over a year uh, pushing uh, almost two yeah have gotten accustomed to not sitting in front of the tv eight nine ten twelve hours on saturdays and shit like that so right uh, you know they're doing other shit now so all of a sudden you spend in time with family and friends and loved ones and doing other shit you're you're not gonna want to go back right so i don't see um yeah I, I don't know i just don't see this being a thing where people come back and oh, and then w- one day then it's like oh it's like it never happened right you know i feel like yeah once you uh once that fucking genie's out the bottle man you 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 blown it so yeah i i, I expect to uh to see the whatever happens at the cabinet come back because it doesn't make the nfl less racist no it is not you know and it doesn't make it a progressive place to work it's not right and i think people really didn't notice that or no i shouldn't say notice that people didn't really care until it was happening agreed until it was their thing right yeah and some people may have already felt this way but capping it was the thing but they be like you know what i already feel i already feel this so fuck it <laughs> right uh yeah marlene said i wonder if he still wants to play he does uh they put out a video of him working out just i mean maybe a few weeks ago you know every every preseason i mean it behooves him to do it too even if deep down he didn't want to play he needs to at least look like he's willing to be out there so um and whatever the deal he signed with the the settlement it did not preclude him from playing in the nfl so um you know and and it and it also is bullshit he should be out there if you can put motherfucking rapists child beaters uh woman abusers drug addicts uh all the other things they call violations in the nfl you can put them people out there how the fuck is this man caring a black about black lives more egregious than anything those guys did right and they're still playing you know and then on top of that you have other guys who kneeled other guys who spoke out against the president spoke out against the nfl and they're playing yes they are they're specifically going after kaepernick because he started the shit and it's not fair and i get why people are upset and it's and, and trust us me and karen this is our second day of folk cotton okay mm-hmm. we don't have the nfl channel still they, they have too. not made a deal with UVerse, and we are so still we are folk cotton we are still out on the nfl until they either get back on UVerse or they come to some type of deal with kaepernick mm-hmm. so you know don't the, no more the, judging the, us the folk hot continues mm-hmm i also stopped eating chick-fil-a i have not eaten any chick-fil-a oh we haven't in a long long time so put me on the list well the folk hot okay so anyway zero to 100 for these comments Seventy-five. Mm-hmm. uh i would get this i would say like a like a 50 because like i uh, you know what you yeah. know what yeah drop it down to a 50 mm-hmm. because i don't know I, I, because it's him you go nigga yeah know? it's the messenger on this one for me right like i feel like for with it being sean king calling him out i'm less fucked with by the hypocrisy of jay-z doing this now i do find 
the fact that jay-z told people not to do the super bowl last year and then now he's in charge of music i do find it to be somewhat hypocritical i don't think there's any way around that shit like you did just you just said you know what i mean you just said and no matter what cause they're giving to or whatever unless it's gonna end up with cabinet getting a job or something you're not gonna have people come around to this and i believe jay-z is smart enough to know that so i feel like he's literally just saying let me cash in because y'all got a fucking problem and me and rock nation who already do deals with the nfl right that didn't stop same thing with uh which same thing with Kaepernick and his nike commercial like the money is the money you know we just when we decide someone's a hero we have to decide other people are the villain and that's what happened right. with Kaepernick. but Kaepernick's got a nike he get a nike check too and people celebrated that you know jersey sales people celebrated that for him yes, so do. i don't know it's, it's much more complicated than people think but yeah i'll say 50 man because yeah it's the person calling this out is not the, the person um i think we're about to get cut off real quick so i'm gonna pause all right um yeah so uh let's do one more um uh how about uh, texas police sorry for photo of officers on horseback leading suspect away by rope what yeah yeah um obviously it does not look good um for the police to have a black man uh tied up to a rope as they uh escort him on horseback um yeah they apologize for the controversial photo that was posted on facebook over the weekend showing two white police officers on horseback leading a black man away using a rope the man identified as donald neely 43 was arrested on charges of criminal trespassing the arresting officers were identified by the galveston police department as officer p brosh and officer a smith the image immediately caused an uproar in the community you don't even do a dog like that sherry kelly of spring texas to ooh, spring texas ain't that the same place where that little girl got body slammed um that black girl at the pool party i feel like that's the same place i'm not sure they they saying yeah motherfucker uh i don't care that's inhumane where where were they walking him to and why did they rope him if he was handcuffed i don't think it's right added galveston resident cynthia uh or reese y'all couldn't call the car you're on fucking horses galveston police chief vernon l hale the third released an apology behalf of the police department monday night on facebook that's the picture if y'all can see it first and foremost i must apologize to mr neely for this unnecessary embarrassment i believe our officers showed poor judgment in this instance and could have waited for a transport unit at the location of arrest right which is probably what they were supposed to do well let's just parade them around town a little bit uh the statement also said that even though it appears that neely was being led away by a rope that bound his hands together the suspect was handcuffed and the line was clipped to the handcuffs oh, okay totally different hell said officers were familiar with mr neely and neely had been warning his trespassing upon this specific location several times well okay cool well i guess now we can uh lynch him since uh we, he's done it before my officers did not have any malicious intent at the time of the arrest but we have immediately changed the policy to prevent the use of this technique the apology however reportedly did not satisfy neely's sisters uh-uh. uh, who said she was upset that she saw when well, she saw the image she said that her brother is mentally ill and homeless we understand the negative perception of this action a galveston police department official said in a facebook post 
while this technique of using mounted horses to transport a person during an arrest is considered the best practice in certain scenarios such a such as during crowd control the practice was not used correctly in this instance mm. police confirmed that the officers involved with the arrest were using body cameras at the time uh krtk ktrk reports that the officers do not face any discipline for their actions of course not just another day uh as a police officer um okay zero to 100 100 okay drew for me that's uh just that imagery alone i don't know if it's just because i've been reading uh <laughs> Uh, oh, your your comic book. I mean, not your comic book, your uh, uh, your book. Yeah, I don't know if it's just because I've been reading Ida, Sword Among Lions, or what, but uh, that that the, the, just the imagery of that, the inhumanity of it, uh, it's disgusting, honestly. Um, and the fact that they, I really do believe these officers had no racist intent. I really do believe that, and that makes it worse. They never took the time to even consider the optics of this shit. They just thought this was some cool shit to do. I don't think white people wake up every morning with, not all of them, but I don't think, there's a lot of white people that don't wake up in the morning and be like, how the fuck can I end up, uh, going viral on social media for being a racist? They literally disregard black life that fucking much. There's no empathy there. They don't care he's mentally ill. They don't care he's homeless. They don't care. He's not a person to them. They, someone say you wouldn't do that to a dog. You're right. They wouldn't even do that to a dog because they have empathy for dogs. Yes, they, they do. don't have empathy for black people. So, and to me, which is worse, is worse to be that kind of ignorant than to be like an overt racist. I mean, it's not worse by much, but it's worse. You racist without trying? What? You a racist savant? What the fuck? The racist rain man? Uh-huh. Fuck out of here. So yeah, Jakar is for both of them. Come on um all right last one iggy azalea talks comeback mental health and cultural appropriation criticism i can't be that fucking sorry about it oh my the direct opposite of taylor swift iggy azalea is back reclaiming her time after her long-standing musical hiatus yeah now see yeah yeah you tank i remember she tried to come out with an album and then her tour tank right they had to cancel the dates and shit. yeah you say hiatus i say your ass was not selling no yeah you wasn't selling now on the heels of the release of her sophomore full-length studio album in my defense the aussie superstar is opening up about her time away she still come with that black scent (laughs) it'll be so i don't know what would be better if she's still doing it and we're like nigga you we know you don't talk like that why are you trying to get away with this i don't know if that would be better or she did it in just like an australian accent the whole album we was like oh this the real iggy this is disgusting that you even tried to have a black scent listen to how you really talk in the september issue of cosmopolitan cosmopolitan so you still getting uh big time interviews azalea shared the highs and lows of her hiatus which included time away from mental health retreat in 2016 i just couldn't get out of my uh, out of functioning at that insanity level uh she said uh she addressed her inability to separate well-intended criticisms from trolling yeah i mean that's what fragility is that's what white fragility is um and i do understand because a lot of the criticisms of her were not well-intended and a lot of the stuff was trolling um one person's harassment is another person's dragging and agreed it's hard to decipher when you're in the middle of that storm like what is really people trying to help you do better and what is people telling you to go kill yourself so i totally understand that part right 
but now in the wake of her treatment azalea's in a better headspace ready to hit the ground running you get as many shots as you are able to preserve uh persevere for in life no matter what you do you get as many chances as you're willing to sit there and fucking really fight for tooth and nail and i'm not going to stop fighting for a second chance until somebody fucking gives me one and i'm not going to fuck it up okay uh good luck i wonder if she still works with uh tip i thought he stopped working with her i don't know like i haven't i don't know if she got a new deal if she got out from under her deal or if you know somewhere ti is just sitting there in the background like i hope nobody notices me trying to make money off this girl for the second time like i hope nobody notices how she's still on my label and i'm trying to you know as much as tip claims to be this really woke black dude that's down for the culture you know let me go ahead and throw this chick back out there to the wolves and see what happened despite the rapper's new enlightenment though there isn't much she's willing to change about who she is as a person or an artist for that matter in fact in the interview azalea addressed criticisms about her music and the complaints about her history of cultural appropriation although she acknowledged it she was unapologetic about her antics and she believes cultural appropriation is subjective you can ask one person of the same race does this affect you and they will say yes but another person will say no they could be from the same place saying everything but hey different perspectives about it i'm still gonna make the same type of music and still be ridiculous and larger than life so i can't be that fucking sorry about it she said acknowledging the fact that it would be asinine to apologize for continued behavior especially because the same reason people hate her is the reason a lot of people love her i would hit back and say what about this that i had to go through because i wanted to talk so much about my experiences of things i didn't have and i think it felt like i wasn't acknowledging that there's white privilege and there's institutionalized racism she said uh it didn't feel like that because you weren't i mean i remember those conversations if you want to call them that you she wasn't saying any of this no ain't she the same (laughs) one that rapped or was was mimicking kendrick lamar said nigga yeah i'm a slave master that's what she said i'm a runaway slave master she thought that shit would be cool to say right and tip said it is cool to say signed she said as she explained the reasoning behind her new outlook on the topic it seemed like to a lot of people like i was living in the bubble unaware of all the things that people have to experience so now as a result she says she understands the criticism where it stems from but according to cosmopolitan she doesn't really care yeah now see this shit to me is the kind of shit that i'm like this is why people hate folks because like i would if like say if taylor swift did this interview i'd be like yeah that's why people don't fuck with her you know like instead of trying to search for some like penny any like ticky tack shit this motherfucker telling you to your face like yes i'm a culturally appropriating your shit yes i'm gonna continue with a black scent yes i'm gonna continue acting black on these tracks and y'all better give me a second chance and yeah i know there's white privilege and racism the fuck i don't care like if that person is telling you that then okay fuck them there's so many people volunteering to be on the list of fuck me just fuck hey man fuck me i'm a terrible terrible person so many people out here willing to do it you know and she what's funny is uh i don't know about her rap skill because i'm not a fan of her like that Mm -mm. but let's say she can rap right let's say she can how much better of a album and of an experience would it be if she fucking was real with everybody for a second rap about the she's had real shit happen in her life 
like from being abused by men i think she came over here underage some black dude was fucking her and tried to fuck her out of her contract and all this shit um like came from out brought her from australia to texas she know nobody i guarantee you that's some real suffering some Mm -hmm. real shit that we all can some real pathos some shit we all can identify with and be like yo that's fucked up that happened to you sis there's uh she just had her nudes exposed from a Mm -hmm. photo shoot she did with a woman for uh some magazine just this year somebody went and put the 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 unfiltered nudes out there on the internet um assuming that wasn't from her or some type of elaborate pr scheme okay you can rap about that the violation of that so many women can relate to that you know you can even rap about being lost and feeling like you needed to glom on the black culture and that these black men was there telling you yeah do it this this is what's gonna help you sell and you could do that shit in your real voice with your real fucking image and and people would not everybody but a lot more people would embrace the reality of it and be like at least you finally told your actual truth right rather than getting on a track and trying to pretend to be Nicki minaj or cardi b or whatever black woman is popping right now like why would you do that just be real try to embrace the real everybody fucks up when they try to embrace this whole like i'ma just be like fuck these haters and i'ma now they the haters still running your life boo they still running your life yep and you still mad yeah you still and you still mad you still haven't really recognized Mm -mm. the fact that you not a victim in this shit you know it's that Sarah Silverman shit from the other day you still mad still hurt because you can't accept like nah the shit I did was actually fucked up and I, there should be a price paid for that so yeah I do the only thing I'm gonna be watching from this shit cause obviously I don't really fuck with her the only thing I'm gonna be watching from all this shit is to see which people are propping her up this time cause I don't if it's tip man like bruh you spent all this time calling black people coons and shit for not standing up for the things you think are right and then you you keep putting this white woman in our face it better you better not bro i don't think you will you know i'm sure she got a lot of uh she just not being real yet you know what i'm saying i'm not saying that on a way of like it's impossible for i really do think hopefully i don't know her age but with some with some time some perspective after this next album flop too people clown her for this shit it's not gonna do good hopefully the next time she come back she can actually be for real with everybody because she done went through things but this but this ain't it this i'm gonna still be rapping like you know first thing first who on the real it like you look silly doing that you we know you don't talk like that why Mm -hmm. you look silly you don't get any respect from your peers in the game with that shit like you hurting yourself at this point that's why you had to go away right you know you didn't come back from this ready to be like real with everybody which is the only thing people gonna be able to see you know what i mean like you know what i mean when you it's it's a difference between someone calling somebody fake and they don't know them and then somebody like this being like oh no i'm gonna still be fake you literally just you literally just was like i'm gonna still just be putting on an act guys i'm gonna do the same thing i've been doing okay the last time flop yeah this time i'm gonna flop too okay okay dog if you think that's the way to roll i'm just letting you know it it ain't gonna work Mm -mm. motherfuckers are the black people can't wait to fucking clown this shit if it don't especially when it sells stone yeah especially when them sales come back and the other thing too is i don't really see white people fucking with her like that either nope that shit gonna sell plastic cups like say what you want to about white people being the ones who buy the music they still not trying to buy no music black people don't think it's cool correct 
so all right well good luck to her um zero to a hundred though oh a hundred fuckers she ain't changed okay um and just the way that article was was written is like mm-hmm. i think it's so weird because like she literally doesn't bother me because i don't keep up with her you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. but but i mean her her fake black sense shit is egregious man it's bad and when you hear her talking her regular you it really i don't know you really like she said different black people gonna feel different ways about it and maybe she can just rely on the black people that don't feel necessarily bothered by her to be her audience yeah but my guess is even the ones who claim not to feel bothered don't actually buy her music or support her they're not going to purchase nothing they just follow you and like you on instagram because you're big ass but they're not purchasing your shit yeah i don't know man i'll just say uh out of 50 i guess just just because it's her she's just a repeat offender you know I, like ever since that slave master shit i don't think i'm ever gonna look at her and be like yeah you know nothing like she gonna always be a person i roll my eyes at for the rest of her life so good luck to good luck to her and her album sales mm-hmm. and she got a fan in our uh yeah for lover so good luck to good luck to her and uh and the next album out there you know what i'm saying you you got at least one sale in our chat room okay uh don't ruin it boo boo uh first thing first under realness um all right let's go to the to the next game <laughs> now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcasts man we read and play news articles from all over the globe and uh we try to guess the race of the people involved and karen plays along and subs the chat room and they are racist all right let's end the week on a high note guys i will try um let's see um uh largest housing fraud in oc history allegedly carried out by a mother and daughter duo white westminster california a mother and daughter are under arrest for what's being called the largest housing fraud case in orange county history erica mickens and her daughter Brittany mickens are facing felony charges against accused of scamming the county's section 8 housing and its in-home supportive services program they were allegedly bilking the system to fund a lavish lifestyle these two individuals are accused of stealing upwards of a hundred and ninety thousand dollars good god from the housing authority and from in-home support services said kimberly edge of the orange county district attorney's office that's a lot of money mm-hmm neighbors said officers spent the day at the family's house thursday making their arrest and collecting evidence an investigator went door to door interviewing neighbors the suspects concealed their identity using multiple birth certificates and identification cards to defraud taxpayers said ads Ooh, this is sophisticated investigators said erica received the maximum benefit reserved for the most severely disabled clients though they say surveillance showed her doing work around her home without issue the D, that's the other thing they do when they know you get on them benefits where they will stake out your house they be like look at them they playing basketball I'm talking about they back broke we about to get all their money 
mm-hmm. the, the da also said the pair took lavish international trips and posted photos to facebook neighbors said they often saw luxury cars at the home she had a porsche and now she has a range rover in the garage said danny sanchez the snitch it <laughs> the jealous danny neighbor. was like the fuck is this if convicted suspects each face a maximum of eight years in state prison karen guess the race of uh hold on what, let me try to see their names it was erica mickens and Brittany mickens white karen is going with white let's check the chat room and see what they believe um sorry i had to bring that picture up too um the chat room says welfare queens <laughs> orange county becky white asian says mary um i'm the realest first things first i'm the realest white scamming ass becky's white black the oc theme song white california um white irish okay everybody's going white marlene says black with a bunch of question marks um all right well i think uh white says caritha um caritha the correct answer is karen went with white and she was wrong they are black what a handful of y'all went with white and you get the i mean black and you get the golf clap congratulations what to you they got that much money and nobody was like these niggers i i don't know what you mean these niggers i don't know where, how that would come up in a news article no i know it wouldn't come up in a news article but you know us <laughs> nobody investigated they don't even want to get they don't even want to give you nothing and and they actually got that's why i said white i mean that much money you that balling is, like that and nobody investigated you is the picture showing up mm-hmm yeah that's them right there guys erica madden mickens and Brittany monet mickens up there uh scamming the welfare system y'all oh yeah yeah they they they, they black black y'all scammers never die okay apparently so and uh the clue would have been if you would have asked me to spell it erica was spelled e-r-i-c-c-a oh oh no yes but you didn't ask for a spelling i didn't my bad that is why you are 0 for 1 um let's see uh i think i already talked about this story um a montana boy 13 was slammed to the ground at a rodeo after keeping a hat on during the national anthem a 39 year old man was arrested after the incident while the boy suffered injuries serious enough that he had to be airlifted to a hospital out of the state what a 13 year old boy was seriously injured when a man from Monta- at a montana rodeo slammed him to the ground after the boy did not remove his hat during a during a playing of the national anthem kurt james brockway 39 was arrested on suspicion of felony assault on a minor following the alleged attack at the rodeo in the mineral county fair on saturday the boy was originally taken to a nearby hospital but his injuries were so serious he had to be airlifted to sacred heart children's hospital in spokane washington according to a statement from mineral county sheriff mike boone oh 
he was definitely bleeding out of his ears he was scared said witness taylor hennick he seemed shocked and out of it and wondering why he was being hit yeah i would also be wondering why brockway said he asked the boy to take off his hat after which the team cursed at him oh well of course then you can uh put him in the hospital we all know that rule mineral county attorney ellen donahue said in a written statement hennick 23 said everyone at the rodeo was standing for the national anthem when he, she saw the assault happen just few, a few feet away to her left then i looked over and i and because i heard a pop and this man grabbed the little boy by the neck and slammed it to the ground i saw that from the corner of my eye brockway reportedly told the police people around him afterward that he was right to attack the boy who hennick had said would been wearing a red baseball cap he said the boy was disrespecting the national anthem by wearing his hat i heard him say that in front of a lot of people brockway who lives in superior montana i'm sure he does is on registry of violent offenders stemming from a 2011 all right shocking news stemming from a 2011 conviction for assault with a weapon he was released on his own recognizance on tuesday of course let's get him back on the streets after a judge denied a request for prosecutors to impose a hundred thousand dollar bond donahue said in a statement at nbc news wednesday that the state based its bond request on brockway's criminal history of violence the age of the alleged victim and his concern for safety of the community defense counsel agreed persuasively it argued persuasively it appears that the defendant has strong and long life ties to the community so he was not a flight risk and that conditions could be put in place to afford the community an appropriate measure of safety brockway was released on the list of conditions which include home arrest at his parents home with a gps monitoring device no contact with any witnesses and no alcohol or drug use his attorney and parents could not be immediately reached for comment he lives with his parents how old did i say he was start this 23 no the boy uh the boy was 20 he was 39 he's 39 40 years old the boy has was no longer at sacred heart children hospital on wednesday hospital spokeswoman said declined to reveal details about the victim um so yeah guess the race of the kurt james brockway the guy who slammed the kid into the ground over not taking his hat off make america great again white all right let's check the chat room let's see what they believe not in jail white man need his ass beat white maga on a red hat <laughs> the man doing the slamming was white the boy was black how dare the nigga boy disrespect the flag i have no idea what the boy's race was uh bet he'll take his hat off next time well black rob that's not really a race white on <laughs> lesser white hate crime released on his own reconnaissance white okay black rob got you i think everyone went white on this and everyone got it correct yeah i about to say if you was about to say black i my my, my uh races uh senses is off yeah and of course he has the remy from higher learning haircut which uh, a lot of racists prefer these days mm. yeah just slamming the 13 year old kid yeah it, uh, when Maybe i read this i did to a hospital when i read this i was like i do wonder if that kid is black but it was at a rodeo so i don't know i haven't seen a picture of the kid so i don't know if he's black or not guys um i just know that crime was horrible right um all right let's see um uh, we'll do one more let's go to the bonus round my bonus round music 
Double the points in the race. Double the points in the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race, and the bonus round against the race. So far, Karen is actually one and one, but can't make it up in the bonus round. I'm going to try y'all. We'll see. I think a lot of people are one and one after that first one. Come on. I mean... They 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 had their own ideas about Erica and Brittany. Ah, clear idea. In the OC. <laughs> In the OC. Woman hunts down a thief who stole her car and steals it back. Ah! A legend, an icon, Daniel Reno. Wish you had find my car. Uh, I don't know. Daniel, oh Danielle Reno isn't an investigator and she doesn't work for the police department but she used her best sleuthing skills to bring her car back home did i park somewhere else no i know i parked here somebody stole my car and it was all downhill from there reno said it was a full investigation uh for reno she filed a police report for a missing forerunner then took things into her own hands I got out of my car, grabbed my daughter, and my car was gone. The nonstop hunt for her car started at a quick trip close to her house. We stalked this lady for 48 hours. She had no idea what we were doing, Reno said. Reno tracked purchases on her debit and credit cards, as well as activity on her phone, which had been taken. Oh! An attendant at a gas station told Reno the car thieves said they were headed to Applebee's. Reno decided it was time for dinner, too. What in the Liam Neeson was going on here? Ah! special set of skills on these motherfuckers got our waters and we she walked in the door i about had a heart attack reno said reno took the opportunity to slip out the front door and take back what was hers oh my gosh before i called the cops i wanted to show you all what we just found by doing our own stalking at applebee's my heart is racing reno said on video she has my wallet in her hand and my keys in her hand getting her car back isn't the end of the crazy story look at my back seat beer in my back seat she said on the video the thieves trashed her car to the point she won't drive it there's stuff on the car seat the stuff on the seats it's just gross reno said not to mention the smell that hits you when you open the doors oh man that reminds me of uh the other guys what was it dirty rob and the mm-hmm. dirty in the crew and the boy and the boys that's right <laughs> he fucked up well fucking in that car <laughs> that movie is so underrated man y'all sleep on the other guys man god damn that's a funny ass movie oh man now the they was doing game rings in this car now the people arrested in the video are in the hands of clay county deputies reno said the car is practically a loss with the damage to the interior so she's shutting the door on this part of her life to begin a new chapter kctv5 news wanted to know how police felt about the detective working they they said don't do this crazy shit i know but they, they did. added reno never put herself in harm's way all right well karen guess the race of danielle reno i think danielle reno is black okay karen's going with black let's check the chat room see what you guys believe danielle reno's race is uh latin latinx black um qt applebee's blizzak white white girl white so we got three whites in a row tyrese mad at the rock for hob for hobbs and shaw white uh black would have fucked her up on site white she did all that because she didn't have insurance on the car ah 
black rob's trying you trying to say she black is that what it is right we don't have insurance she had a general insurance yeah i don't know what you mean black rob Covering one windshield wiper i need you to go ahead and be all the way clear with it i feel like you you trying to yep that's black i thought you were you racist son of a gun she actually is the realest white and the correct answer is hey karen what'd you say black mm-hmm. you got it wrong she's white Some of y'all did get it right to say white. <laughs> Only a white woman would do some shit like this and be on the news about it. Like it's a cute story. So, uh, I thought it was pretty obvious she was white. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought she stole her car back because she was like, bitch, I gotta go to work in the morning. She ain't delivering no hands. So I'm just saying. Something ain't right. She had a lot of time. She tracked it for two days like mm. uh she must have got a nice job she can take two days off and stalk this woman right and she let them keep using her credit cards for two days for two days y'all the second my shit is gone i'm i'm on the phone hey 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 cut all this shit off i don't know what else they trying to buy man that was a weird story um all right let's go to the last thing of course sore ratchetness I'm sorry I let y'all down today. It was a terrible outing by you. I, I'm, I'm one for two. <laughs> My batting average ain't good. And in a rare sword ratchetness that I actually support. Oh, shit. a georgia mom slashed her boyfriend with a sword after allegedly walking in on him molesting her daughter five years old oh mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when the twins county sheriff's office responded to a call last thursday night they were told there was an unwanted subject on the property they quickly sent a squad car to the scene but when police arrived at the central georgia home they say they met a woman who made a serious accusation against her boyfriend uh john lawarren williams black when deputies made contact with the complainant it was discovered the complainant's boyfriend had been caught molesting a five-year-old female child the statement asked the woman who called police was the child's mother who had cut the subject with a large sword while attempting to get the subject to leave the residence the subject fled the residence by the time deputies arrived an ambulance transported the little girl and her mother to a nearby hospital who their condition is unknown authorities searched for williams and the 25 year old turned himself in several hours later he had suffered a cut on his left hand from the sword he's taken he's taken to jail people confirms williams remains in jail on no bond he has been charged with aggravated child molestation and two counts of cruelty to children one of the charges says he caused excessive physical and mental pain he has not yet entered a plea and court records do not reflect an attorney for him at the time and the child's mother was not charged in connection with the incident thank god good she shouldn't be charged fuck him go straight to jail um all right that's it for today guys and we'll see you guys on saturday um the only reason i would say i would be against stories in that last story is if she had a gun he'd be dead you know but you sure would be dead uh, but maybe you know the baby didn't need to see all that all right y'all that's it we'll talk to you guys later balls deep tomorrow feedback show saturday until then i love you i love you too Mwah. <laughs>